Hello and welcome to HealthBeat. My name is Brian Hazelgren. I'm your host for HealthBeat and this is your Healthy Habits Zone. This is a brand new format of information about healthy living and overall well-being. HealthBeat is a fun, upbeat, and quite an addictive podcast for anyone wanting to learn more about health and wellness, or well-being as we like to say, plus life hacks with cutting-edge research from world-class experts. We discuss on every show innovations of well-being, including certain products and services that will help you find your optimal level of fitness. And we're also going to talk a lot um, to some of the top researchers, medical professionals, fitness coaches, biochemists, meditation experts, and entrepreneurs around the world. And these entrepreneurs and all these other medical and science professionals will share tips for taking control and upgrading your biochemistry, even upgrading your body and mind to all work in unison. We will also discuss wealth and how your personal finances affect your health and emotional balance. Plus, we will always discuss tips and trends to help you find true balance in your life. Think of this podcast as your source for optimal health, wealth, and balance in your life. But before we go any further, I definitely want to thank our sponsors. This podcast is being sponsored by rx to live the prescription for life. We are not just the fastest growing medical and wellness franchise in the world. We are on a mission to positively affect 1 million lives. Also, we'd like to thank Heart Hill Marketing, who is your personal team of talented, dedicated, and highly skilled marketing professionals to build your brand. And as always, I want to thank Heroes Media Group and the C-Suite Network Radio for the production and distribution of this podcast. Let's jump into uh, the topic today. Again, my name is Brian Hazelgren, and we are going to discuss all things health and wellness-wise or well-being, but I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to listen to a few ideas, hear a few stories about highly important uh, areas uh, of health and wellness that really affect everybody. You, me, our families, our friends, our colleagues, our coworkers. You know, we are facing a plague of epic, I think, proportions. And I think it needs to be discussed and addressed now. And it's all about our health and wellness or well-being, plus everybody we come in contact with. And it all begins when making health becomes our number one priority. Now, I want to have, really have a frank discussion about the health and wellness of our bodies, minds, and souls, even our finances. In one of these areas of our lives, if it's out of balance, it dramatically affects the other areas. Just the slightest level of being out of balance is like turbulence on an airplane or even some of the dashboard that you would see flying on an airplane. But if anything is out of balance, even if a plane is off one-tenth of one degree, it could throw off the final destination dramatically. And then, of course, when you're flying in an airplane, you've got airspeed and the indicator and the altimeter and the vertical speed indicator. Um, also kept in sync is the altitude indicator, heading indicator, even the turn coordinator. All those things have to be in sync. Now, if we place that much attention on the details for flying, which actually I'm very glad for because uh, I'm flying somewhere uh, on a jet at least every other week, 
well, why wouldn't we place at least that much attention also on our own health and wellness because we only have one body and one mind? So I want to focus a little bit uh, on this particular session, uh, this podcast, about uh, some of our colleagues who are in American businesses and running those companies, those leaders, because I want to talk about how American businesses are in crisis mode for finding solutions and lowering healthcare costs, for reducing their claims costs, for reducing absenteeism for their chronically ill employees, and basically figuring out how to help employees become more productive and happier at the workplace. So we have to ask ourselves, is it possible to achieve a happy life at work for an employee that is healthy? I absolutely believe the answer is yes. I think this podcast is basically my attempt to not just shed a bright light on the crazy costs of healthcare and business, but to also do as best we can as business leaders. And together, let's find a solution for better health and wellness at at the workplace. So if you'll follow along, maybe download uh, future and even past podcasts. I think together we will all be much further ahead of finding solutions to be efficient, effective, and a better way to execute better choices for increasing our health care and our well-being options. I think that the world will tell you lies about what you should consume, what you should do, and what you should take to find optimal health, just to sell you another product. In many cases, the reality is about generating a handsome profit and not for the betterment of the individual. Now, don't get me wrong, it's capitalism. I'm all for capitalism. I teach that. I train that. We actually do that with our own franchisees in our system. But let's peel it back a little bit further. And let's not just talk about the latest fad for diets that come and go. Folks, we are fighting a battle every day to maintain positive health for our bodies and minds. And I want to help you win that fight. This is the area that I call health. So if we're talking about health, wealth, and self, that's what I refer to as health. The next one is the financial struggles that most people encounter every day dumps even more stress onto an open flame of health challenges. There's over 95% of people around the world who are just getting by day to day. And that is a constant worry for anybody who has a family or even taking care of themselves. But it's causing more chronic illnesses than we're aware of, folks. Financial stress is like having someone's boot on your head while they're pressing your face down into the dirt while your hands are tied behind your back. It's uncomfortable, it's controlling, it's scary, and it's literally exhausting. I've been there, I've done that. Some of the common questions that we silently ask ourselves when we're worried about our finances are, will I even survive this? Can I at least get up off the ground to catch my breath and think through a better solution? Will I ever get these handcuffs off and be free to move around like I would want to? Financial stress can have major effects on your health. Stress in general can cause heart attacks, strokes, and many other health issues that are pretty serious, even regardless of the source. So I'd like to take a deep dive into the effects of financial stress on your health and wellness and what you can do to prevent or reduce it. We'll do that throughout different episodes of the podcast. We will also discuss how wealth affects your life and why it is so important to feel secure in your finances. And folks, I'm not talking about 
being wealthy and having $10 million in your bank account. That's not what I'm referring to. What I am talking about is taking care of your own financial needs, whatever they may be, and not having to worry about where your next dollar is coming from. So we'll have tips and trends on that as well. Next area that we want to also make sure that we're discussing on every podcast is balance in our lives, that it is literally a goal that we should all pursue each and every day. I believe the key is to recognize what a balanced life looks like and then what it feels like, and then understand when your life is out of balance. I will say, though, that your balance may not be my balance. Each of us are different, obviously, and I enjoy working 12 to 14 hours a day. I also enjoy playing hard. I love spending quality time with my family. I like to unplug for the weekends. I enjoy getting up at 5 a.m. and taking the dog for the run. I like working out four to five days a week. I cherish my Sundays and enjoy getting closer to God through worship, study, and prayer. Mornings are important an important time for me to take time and sit down and even read the scriptures and get connected with God again. I like to research and write about topics that I'm passionate about, but again, that's me and that's my balance. That's not your balance. So we'll discuss different ideas and tips and uh, different innovative ways of helping you find what you're passionate about and obviously taking care of your family. But sometimes the individual, I'm going to call them prisons that we find ourselves locked in from time to time, can destroy our self-esteem, our confidence, even our day-to-day balance. Just like the example that we talked about earlier in the opening of this segment about being in sync, like the instruments of a plane, and how important that is, so is being in sync and in balance in our own lives. Very important for us to have a smooth takeoff, a smooth flight, and a smooth landing each and every day. And I will say that the drugs that we're pumping into our bodies, at our, they literally at a, are at a record pace to help us cope with life. And I know of many people who are out of balance because of those chemicals that they choose to bring into their bodies. However, I know that stress is usually the culprit of that imbalance. And um, it's also the leading cause of death. I was looking at a research paper that was done by Harvard Medical School uh, last year. And they said that not only is stress the, the culprit behind six of today's leading causes of death, but if we were to take as little as five minutes a day and help calm down the stress and think about positive things and improving our over health, if we just take five minutes and pick a regular time that works best for you in the morning, in the evening, before bed, it can make your stress reduction practice part of your normal routine. Just taking five minutes a day. Could even try a guided audio meditation. Sometimes um, people love to work with yoga and breathing and slowing down your breathing and taking deep breaths and holding your breath for 10 seconds, five to 10 times, stretching out your hamstrings, your neck, your back or even trying a few stretching poses. Those things really help me to reduce my stress. So we'll talk more about that too with some experts throughout the different podcasts. What if you were to take a few minutes in the morning and set aside something every day where you just consistently practice stretching, breathing, thinking of positive things? Well, so in, in other words, this podcast is not about 
talking about, uh, I'm not, we're not going to just be talking about drug abuse or medications that have gone awry. It's really about keeping balance in your own way. And I'm going to give you some solutions, some ideas, some connections of how we can accomplish that. And we can discuss that in each one of the podcasts. So this podcast is about how to create an unstoppable you, or if you're a business leader, how to create an unstoppable workforce that is healthy, wealthy, and wise. You've heard that phrase before. Not to mention highly productive. I believe that there are two critical questions that we need to answer if we are going to be the best leaders of our companies that our employees will follow. The first question is simple. How do we get our employees to perform at optimal levels most every day? That's the first one. Then the follow-up question, which I believe deserves some thought process and a lot of thinking to go through this, is uh, finding a solid, another solid solution, and that is how do we help our employees maintain highly productive lives both in and outside of work? So as business leaders, we want our employees to be productive as possible because when they are, the business is more efficient, it's more effective, and it ultimately is more profitable. So let's get started with some of the upcoming uh, topics and different solutions as we get into this podcast a little bit further. Uh, I want to help you face some of those challenges that you have every day with your health and wellness, your finances, and your balance. This podcast is about pointing out some of the challenges that we encounter in health, wealth, and self. More importantly, it's about providing solutions. So let's give it a solid discussion and come up with the best possible solutions for you. One area that I want to uh, go into a little bit deeper today is not only are wellness programs valuable for organizations and their employees, they're also, I think, one of our biggest hopes for fixing the national health crisis that uh, we are currently in. Thanks to their reach and their influence on employees, workplaces or companies can have a unique way to reframe the mindset around health itself. And I'm not just talking about everybody in the entire company. I'm even talking about what I mentioned earlier and helping those who are chronically ill to actually find a different mindset to become more positive, more productive, and more healthy. I believe that companies are a small sample of our society in general. And a really important setting for improving our health and reducing our risks. I say that because there's over 150 million Americans that go to work every day. That's a lot of people. Um, Those companies are in the best position to change our nation's health. I believe we as business leaders have a responsibility to do so. We really need to get organizations to own the responsibility to change how people interact with healthcare and well-being like thinking about it daily, not just annually at the annual wellness fair where they might get their blood pressure taken and maybe a a flu shot. I believe we have the responsibility to do that much more often and do that on a daily basis instead of just once a year. And I also believe that the organizations with the greatest success are managing to shift people's relationship with health from one where health is thought about as practiced annually at the doctor's office to one where it's practiced daily through small lifestyle habits. 
So the more productive stance towards health and wellness that companies can establish will literally feed off of itself and enhance employees' lives and also help reduce the healthcare expenses that we're faced with each and every day in our businesses. So here's just an interesting idea and kind of the basis of the whole um, process of, a, of the book that I wrote earlier, well, that I wrote last year. Healthy Habits of Highly Productive Employees is a book that I wrote because I kept talking to so many different corporate uh, individuals who saw, who really weren't taking care of their employees. They just wanted them to show up. Even if they were showing up at 40 or 50% capacity, they still just wanted them to show up. Otherwise, they'd, they'd fire them. I think that's a wrong approach. I think once a company can start tying wellness or well-being into their overall corporate strategy, the better off they're going to be. Once a company can tie that wellness or well-being message under the mission of prevention and maybe putting a more upbeat, positive feeling towards that program, I think it will take hold within the organization, and I know that employees will be more engaged. It basically means that we as leaders need to work hard to tie all wellness activities back to a broader company strategy. One cool example of that that I uh, learned about in researching for the book was a company named Safeway. And many of you know of Safeway as a grocery store company. Well, they redefined their core business. They literally had the mantra at one point a while ago that they're a grocery company with a wellness program. Leadership decided to change that. And they started pushing this whole new concept down through the rest of the employee base throughout the entire, throughout their entire system. So they moved away from a grocery company with a wellness program and they moved into a wellness company that happens to sell groceries. When leadership did this and the CEO, along with the rest of the executive team, started saying this and talking about wellness and well-being as their strategy, they started to see a lot of changes happening. In fact, uh, they had about 18 to 20% participation rate in their wellness program. Well, they started making some capital investments, some changes that they made within their company, physically within their company, and also driving this new message down throughout the rank and file of the employees that they could feel better, you can look better, you can handle stresses of the day, if you will realize that we are a wellness company that happens to sell groceries. Now, when you fast forward a couple of years into the program and that change, they went from 18 to 20% participation to over 80% participation in their wellness program. So once again, Safeway is a good example of making it personal. So when health is made personal and put in real life terms, people can literally discover the value that health and well-being can really take hold in their lives. I think it's vastly important where healthier employees are happier, more productive individuals making better decisions. Let me say that again. Healthier employees equal happier employees who are more productive they're more productive individuals that make better decisions. People generally want to be around for their family and, and get off certain medications. They want to sleep better. They'd like to get outdoors more often. They'd like to perform better at work. Well, when an organization can tap into those personal motivations, 
it can better communicate the value of health and well-being throughout the entire company. So one key element of successful wellness programs that I believe is to teach our employees how to maximize our energy and improve performance both at work and at home. Their wellness program can be designed to be less clinical and more lifestyle oriented. In other words, how do we make it fun? How do we make it rewarding? And something that literally generates a feeling of accomplishment that most health-oriented programs don't have. I believe we as leaders of these businesses can do that. If we can make it fun, rewarding, and something that generates a feeling of accomplishment, our people will buy into it. That's the main message that I wanted to leave to you today. I also want to uh, tell you that if you'd like to weigh in on some of these topics, you can do so. We've got a, a new website that's uh, being produced right now. You can actually get a link off of my own personal site at brianhazelgren.com. That's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Hazelgren, H-A-Z-E-L-G-R-E-N.com. You can also get a copy of my latest book, Healthy Habits of Highly Productive Employees, also on that same website, or even on Amazon. And as always, if you'd like a personal copy, an autographed copy, just let me know. We can arrange to have that uh, copy sent to you as well. So to wrap up today, we've covered quite a few different things, but uh, the three main areas are talking about health, wealth, and self or balance in our lives that we are going to constantly discuss on Health Beat, your healthy habit zone. This is a podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's interactive. Um, and I want to thank you for tuning in and downloading a copy of this particular episode, Health Beat, Your Healthy Habit Zone. This is Brian Hazelgren signing off for now, but there is more to come. More tips, more innovative ideas, amazing guests, and healthy services and products that will allow you to find your optimal health, wealth, and self-balance that you can possibly find. Thank you again for tuning in. Make it a great day.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.